lunch I eat a sandwich with a glass of Coke to roll. No one can see you drinking when you're working from home. I still produce reports in a professional font. But now when I have downtime, I can do what I want. And welcome to the Existentialist Cucumber, the podcast that struggles with Roman numerals until 159. Then it just clicks. And my name is Larry Wu. I'm Curtis Withers. Larry, if there's a bad Roman numeral joke, I haven't heard it. That that was that was certainly quite. <laughs> that, that's a, that's a, I, I got a kick out of that. Even even for me, that's like a really moaner, bad moaning uh, dad joke. Well, how are you, Curtis? Uh, I have to apologize. Last week we kind of uh, crossed wires, or something happened with the scheduling. We didn't manage to get an episode out. Not much has happened in the world since then. <laughs> been pretty oh quiet. Oh my god. Okay, well, there's a lot to go through today. So, actually, there was a fun fact I wanted to kind of bring up. Another. Um, did you know that right now in this point in history, the distance in time between the T Rex and your iPhone is shorter than the time between when the Stegosaurus existed and the T Rex existed? Wow. Try to wrap your head around that. So the the steg the stegosaurus existed obviously before the T Rex. About eighty five million years separates those two species of dinosaurs, and yep. from T Rex to iPhone is only sixty five sixty seven million years. Man, not a lot got done in the stegosaurus's time. <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> no, no, no legacy there. Yeah. Other than the expensive oil that we're paying. <laughs> Damn you, Stegosaurus. Be cheaper. <laughs> From worldwide pandemic to possibly a war in Europe. Oh, my God, Curtis. What is going on with this world? It's, uh, yeah, it's, 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 been, it's been a treat every day to go on to, uh, to, 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 the new, to the internet and to social media and just see... All the all the doom scrolling. I like oh. a good doom scroll, as you know, Larry. And there's yeah. been uh, plenty of it to go around lately. Oh man! And it, it, at least the pandemic is kind of dying down because things are reopening here. And, and let's 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 talk. Well, well, we have a little segment on on the on the in the Ukrainian war right now. But let's talk about the reopening locally here. Dofo announced today, so this is Wednesday, that the mask mandate in Ontario will be dropped on March 21st. So it will no longer be mandated, but you could obviously still wear one if you wanted to. Um, but uh, and and obviously local uh, venues would can still insist on you wearing one if they so choose kind of like the no shirt no shoes no dice type of uh policy yeah and i think i think that you'll still have to wear it on transit for a little while longer and and in and in like long-term care homes and places like that um, and i'm okay with that yeah especially transit i i think all the last two years have taught me i was like geez i should have been wearing a mask on ttc all this time Probably would have saved me tons of colds. Yeah, well, we were we were talking before, you know, just before we started the show, and and uh, and and I was saying like, you know, we were talking about those colds that you get, like where you've got that cough, like you're you, you're all better, you're not congested anymore, but that cough just hangs around, and it hangs around for like a month sometimes. Mm-hmm. And I was telling you like, I think 
without hyperbole, I've caught that cold every year except the last two years. So, so you're sold. So, yeah, I mean, like there is something to be said for, for like, you know. So in the before times when you were kind of make, making, making, maybe not making, making fun, but kind of looking at the, uh, the Asian, old Asian lady that's wearing a mask on TTC and going, oh, why is she wearing that? Now, now, yeah. Now it's yeah. like, yep. I, <laughs> I well, up. Yeah. I don't, I don't know if I've said it on the show before or not, but like when Heather and I went to Japan, you know, it's not uncommon to see people wearing masks on transit and to see people wearing, wearing, have your server like in a restaurant wearing a mask, that kind of thing. And like at the time, I thought, like, I, you know, I get it, but it seems like a bit over the top. And now I'm just like, oh, that makes sense. Like, I know, I understand now why it's, why it's done. You know, like you, you kind of have to be put in the, the situation where it, where it, where it makes sense. And then it's like, you know, like I can, I can, I can see the value for, for it. Like, you know, I, I, I could see myself wearing the mask on transit for a little while longer when I'm outside and, and out and about. No, but like when I'm in a place where like you can't, where you're, where, you know, and you know, sometimes it is on transit when you get packed in like a sardine tin may not be a bad idea. Oh yeah. I, I think probably TTC would be the only one I would say probably for sure. Maybe, like you said, maybe a crowded venue, small space, maybe. Uh, a restaurant is probably the one place that I won't wear one anymore once it gets lifted because I always found the rule about masks and restaurants completely ridiculous. And we may have talked about this you know, episode way back in the summer where – Right now, you have to wear a mask entering the restaurant, walking to your table. But once you sit seated at your table, you can remove your mask. The servers are still wearing their masks. And if you need to go to the bathroom or leave your table, you have to wear the mask. Which makes me think, do do people think that the virus is like at standing level? And yeah. when, when I'm sitting, I'm, 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 I'm safer. Yeah, yeah, I know, I know. It's it's real. It's stuff like that. That's you know, like I'm I'm all I'm all for sensible preventative measures. You know that can that can help you know mitigate the spread and stuff like that. But stuff like that that just makes no sense. Uh, like so. <laughs> you know, so it, he, this this is why it didn't make any sense. And I thought, you know what? If I was a complete jackass, this is what I would be doing. I'd kind of like get into like a squatted position, you know, squat walk my way to the bathroom without my mask. Yeah. I'm yeah. okay. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's right. It, 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 you know, it, it, it rises. The, uh, the virus it, rises. Yeah. rises yeah, it's it's a, it, about five feet, four to five feet, and then it stops and hovers <laughs> around there. So like really tall people as well, really tall people also don't have to wear them. Oh, oh yeah. So there's there's like there's like a a, a a a band. What you're saying? That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like a, stra- a stratum, if you will, of COVID. And if you can squat underneath it, or if you're tall enough to walk over it, then you're good. So one thing that you and I, well, we both attended this thing kind of post COVID event. We we both went to the orchestra last week. Uh, not together, but you had tickets 
from the before times, right? Or when was this concert originally scheduled? Yes, yes. It was originally scheduled for 2020. Um, I want to say like like around May 2020, I think. Okay. Um, and I, yeah, I had bought the tickets. I think I bought the, I think I bought the tickets in February 2020. So I bought the tickets and then within a month I was like, oh, well. And I didn't think I was ever going to see this show. Yeah, so... I bought the tickets days before, just kind of picked up whatever was left. And you and I, well, seated and you had really nice seats. Uh, I I was in the nosebleeds, but we went and saw the orchestral world tour of Final Fantasy VII Remake. So uh, orchestral arrangement of the video game music. We were kind of, we were excited. I was, I was probably more excited than than heather to go although she i think she enjoyed it but um yeah i think one of the reasons one of the things that cemented it for us was was that they were going to be checking the passports um the vax passports only because like you know we had kind of um been under the impression that that was going to be the case when when the show was rescheduled Mm -hmm. that that was going to be and then and then, and then, you know, the the mandates came in sort of a bit earlier than expected at the on the first of March. So I think I think there were a few people probably who had tickets for these kind of events, thinking like, you know, one of the reasons that they wanted to go is because there was that extra level of their comfort, right? Mm-hmm. That they were going to be checking it, uh, and then all of a sudden the the restriction came down and i think it just was for a lot of people for for those people's peace of mind that they decided to keep checking i think they're they're checking until the middle of of march just just i guess for that that sort of period between like you know because now i guess if you buy something now you you buy knowing that it's going to be a mix of vaccinated and and potentially unvaccinated people Mm -hmm. but you didn't really have that um you know when when the mandates came came down kind of a bit more suddenly than 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 they thought but um but yeah i mean i thought everything went pretty well it was everybody was pretty you know it, it 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 seemed like a like like really other than wearing the mask there it seemed kind of like a bit the before times yeah no no i i think so like they didn't put space between groups of seats like they would at say a movie theater maybe during the summer um one surprising thing i thought the choir they were all masked and they maintained their masks throughout their performance i thought that was very impressive that they could sing through the mask and still. Oh, I couldn't see them. They were there. Oh, they were oh. blocked by the screen. Yeah, I couldn't even see them. Okay, okay. So, so in the nosebleeds, I could see bits of the choir, and yeah, they were all masked still. Oh, okay, that is interesting. Yeah, they they were miked, but yeah, but they had masks. One thing I also thought um, neat about the show. Besides, it was a great performance. Hey, you know, anytime to go to the orchestra is always uh, a fun time, just kind of feeling the music right there. I was surprised to see the next show. So you and I both attended the final showing of this. Uh, it had three dates. Yeah. And then the next two dates were Princess Bride. 
That's right. And yeah. I couldn't think of like, is there, a, is, is Princess Bride known for iconic music? Mm. I don't like, know. I, there, there was this, there was the song, you know, there was that, like, I forget who sings it like that. My life is like a storybook story. You know, that song. Well, it's a, uh, Mark Knopfler. Is that uh, who it my, is? Yeah. Of, of dire straits. I think <laughs> okay. he did the entire score for the movie. So, ah. so that, that's, that's the thing. But I, I, but honestly, I couldn't, I couldn't pick up the music. <laughs> no, I don't, I don't know. You know, it's funny that, that, that like these, I guess just trying to get, they're like like just try, just trying to to get some more money for the for the TSO. They're doing all kinds of this crazy stuff, right? Like 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 the music of Final Fantasy VII, and uh, there's as I one that's like strictly '80s or something like that. Oh, so I yeah, they'll be doing like you know the Union of the Snake and Karma Chameleon and and uh, what was it? Um, the the best of the best of John Williams without John Williams. That's right. Yes, it was the best of John Williams. Um, yeah, so they're just doing all these, all these sort of like really. I guess they're trying to get like as many people in there as possible. So like, you know, mm-hmm. if they can have the music of Final Fantasy VII and get some people who might not normally go to, yeah. you know, to go in, that's pretty cool. But I'm just wondering, like, is it the first string, the first stringers of the Toronto Symphony Orchestra, or do they? Because was this like, the bench. Yeah, or is it the bench? And like, cause it's like how quick it's funny because 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 they'll have three days having to play, and they they did a great job. It sounded amazing, but these three days of having to play this video game music, and then they go back to like, you, then they go back to you know like Ina Kleine Nacht music and all this kind of stuff. Like, it's just like, how do they remember all this stuff? Like, how would you how would you remember like how would you memorize like all that? stuff? for three days of playing like final fantasy or whatever uh your guess is good as mine other than sheet music or maybe it's just you know you're you're at that level of musician that whatever you want me to play this okay time to mail it in yeah 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 like you can follow the conductor and you can follow the sheet music to to a degree but you you have to have have had some exposure to it for sure. Well, it's, it's, it's about practice. Like and stuff. It's practice. Wow. It's just amazing. And then, and then like, I, I, I felt so good for the percussion, for the percussion team, because I've gone to, I've got, I've gone to see some shows with Heather where the percussion, like the guy will sit there in front of the kettle drum and he'll just sit there and he'll be flipping diligently flipping his sheets and you know like sitting there or a guy with a triangle and then every once in a while he'll go boom boom bing oh yeah no and no not do anything for like you know while the violin is going like you know yeah. and and then this guy won't do won't do anything for, and then he probably he probably like went went to like went to went to like university for four years to learn theory and all this kind of stuff and he's just like every once in a while gets to ding the triangle <laughs> Well, they he got they got the TSO got his money got their money's worth uh, from the Final Fantasy VII show. That's for sure. I, well, I liked I liked because I think I texted you about this. I like the fact that they had that that like it was a symphony show, but they also treated it like a rock concert. And they had like an encore, so they had oh so they had yeah. an encore. They had an encore for the big. So if you played Final Fantasy VII, you know that the big bad is uh, Sephiroth. He's got like his really cool. I think it's called One Winged Angel. It's this this song with like a ton of choir and you yeah. know, very bombastic. 
And like, you know, they're kind of teasing it the whole way and then they don't play it until, until everybody stands up and, and claps and stuff. And then he comes in and <laughs> plays. And then they play One Wing Angel. It's like, I can't, it's like, it's, you know, it's like, it's like when you go to see Blue Oyster Cult. <laughs> and they don't, they don't, they don't fear, fear the Reaper till yeah, the end. Till the very end. And you know they're going to play it, but they tease you and make you think that, oh, they, they're yeah. going to play it. I, I, was, I was actually quite, quite surprised. Huge pop for the bad guy. Yeah. Huge oh, pop. Yeah, it's a huge pop. It, it, I quite enjoyed it. I quite enjoyed it. The TSO or whoever paid didn't get money's worth or rather it's probably the greatest gig ever the 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 one singer the one soloist he had one song <laughs> yeah that's right so he's he's been sitting in the back for what an hour and a half and then he played the last song before the encore yes yeah he played the last song he sang the last song before the encore but then Which he is- came out at the end kind of like acting like he had <laughs> He had done everything. He had equal billing to the conductor. <laughs> yeah, that was weird. Yeah. I thought that was weird too. Yeah. And and it's like this melodramatic, very Japanese, like, I'm going to write an English song and the lyrics make no sense whatsoever. They made no sense. They made no sense. <laughs> like the guy oh. has a good voice, don't get me wrong. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> they made no sense. Great performance, but it, it you're you're sitting there going, huh? Yeah. Yeah. I also liked how like um every once in a while they'd have like someone from Square Enix come on and uh and and sort of like really dryly <laughs> talk about like Thank you for coming to the yeah. show. Yeah, yeah. I believe you will enjoy this next performance. <laughs> I wrote this song you know, after I had some lunch. I hope you enjoy it. <laughs> But but it is amazing. They they said uh, what what was what are they hitting the year? Is it thirty five years of Final Fantasy games? Thirty five years of Final Fantasy. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Um, yeah, and and uh, thirty five years, fifteen fifteen uh, fifteen core games. Mm-hmm. You know, a bunch of side games, um, two MMOs in those core games. Um, yeah, a very impressive, uh, very impressive body of work. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. So what else has kind of opened up in Toronto? I guess other than the mass mandate since we talked uh, and the uh, elimination of the QR code requirement, though they they give it flexibility for the venue to still check, right? Yes, yes, I believe I believe some restaurants have elected to keep checking. Um, I know, I know before that final fantasy show, Heather and I went to a, a, a pub, um, sort of across from union station called the, the loose moose, uh, for dinner before the show started and they didn't require, they didn't require it. It was just, again, like yet yeah, you're wearing your mask to your table or then it's just sort of business as usual. Mm. There was no, there's no, you know, like it was funny cause I was telling you, and this is kind of more of the sort of like weird sort of theater that goes on sometimes it's like we got distanced like they they were keeping they had they had like some some bouncers in and they were keeping distance at the at the door so so you had to wait around (laughs) you had to wait around until the people ahead of you got seated and then you could go in and get seated and then the other people had to wait you know the person behind you had to wait outside until you got seated then they could come in and then you're sitting like right next to five total strangers 
um, going to see the Raptors game with no masks. So what's the what's the the point of the of 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 the distancing <laughs> to get seated? Like you said, it's it's just theater, right? It's just weird. Like it's just it's just a a, a very a very illogical application of the of of the rules. Like if 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 they had have said you can't come come in because of COVID, I, that would have made that would have made sense <laughs> to me. If they had have said all bets are off and just come on in and whatever, that would have made sense to me, you know. Mm. But this sort of in between stuff doesn't make any sense to me. So in in the city, they haven't been doing full wide testing, and they stopped kind of publishing the metrics of uh, total infections because it's probably astronomically high than what we were kind of used to before. But uh, there was a thing about testing wastewater, right? And I think in some jurisdictions they were doing it. I think in Ontario, they started testing viral load uh, of COVID-19 in wastewater. Mm-hmm. So Curtis, I, 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 I was saying to you before the show, do you think there's some covid conspiracy crazy person that's like wrapping their crap in tinfoil before they flush it like yes. oh you're not getting my info maybe yes. keeping jars of urine at home <laughs> yes storing jars of urine <laughs> the government's gonna get it and find out stuff yeah, yeah exactly yeah i mean probably i uh, mean like I've, I've if we've learned anything from this is like is like there's there's people out there just, just that that have belief systems that you just had no idea existed, you know, like, like you always knew that there was, that there was like people who didn't trust the government or didn't, you know, but, but like, you know, there are, there's some, there's some very paranoid people out there. So yeah, I could see, I could definitely see that happening. We'll find out. We'll find out one day. About it. Yeah, exactly. Like, tinfoil <laughs> turns up in the sewers. Why, why, why is there so much tinfoil in our wastewater? <laughs> So oh, the government boy. can't get my data. Stop analyzing my crap. Yeah, let's let's go to the headlines. A new epidemic is raging through Springfield, and this one didn't start with Krusty Burger's Whatchamacarcus sandwich. When you and I recorded last time, nothing had happened at that point in time in terms of Ukraine. Like they they were amassing forces the last time we recorded. And I think as you kind of mentioned, we hit stop on the record button i think i may have gone upstairs at that point in time and the invasion had started yeah yeah i think i think like i uh when when we finished recording i just went on twitter i thought i'll just check twitter before i would have bet and yeah they had they had started the the invasion they had started their incursion into uh ukraine and uh yeah i mean it was uh it's hard. It's just, it's, uh, I don't know. It's, it's, it's hard to talk about just because like, I, you know, I, I'm, I'm following it. I'm watching the news reports on it. I'm trying to get like some perspective on it, but I, I have like no real idea what's going on. Um, mm-hmm. you know, it's hard to get an accurate picture of, of what's happening over there. Yeah. It just it just seems it just seems it's just very tragic, obviously. It's oh, amazing it's, that it's come to this. I I you kinda got the sense that it would get worse before it got better, even before the invasion. And you know, it looks like 
Putin at least waited till after the Olympics. I don't know if that was by design or it was whatever. according to some according to some sort of uh, pundits. It was by design, but uh, well, I don't know if that's true or not. So we we have a few stories, um, kind of side stories, kind of more on brand to what we usually talk about about the, about things about the war. And the first one is leaked video shows Va- Vladimir Putin berating cabinet ministers. Now, two things. So he does berate one of his cabinet ministers for failing to say the right thing when I think he lined them all up and almost had them kind of agreeing that the invasion was just and and, and whatnot. But you made a great comment. There was this photo of him and his cabinet ministers and they have this, he his his boardroom table must be, I don't know, it, it looked like a hundred feet long. Like it's it's almost cartoonish, right? Yeah, and it, it's almost exactly the table that Mr. Burns has on The Simpsons. Probably inspired by. Yeah. I would be surprised. <laughs> and, yeah. and he's at one end. Yeah, right. Yeah, he's he's at the head of the table, and then his ministers are way at the other end of the table, and. Um, yeah, it's hard to know. Like, I, I know that that, you know, I've seen some people say it was because, you know, there, you know, it, it's a covid policy or other things. But like, you know, there there's also the possibility that maybe he doesn't trust anybody in his own, yeah. in his own government. Like he's just that paranoid. So the one minister, I think it was like a just a senior cabinet minister. Um, didn't say what Putin wanted him to say, like the other ones who were mm-hmm. clearly uh, a lot more frightened. <laughs> and he, he and Putin just did his Putin thing, like these really passive aggressive comments. Oh yeah, it's just it's just really it's just it's creepy almost. Yeah, it's like James Bond villain. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. And I think it's the the minister in. Uh, it might have been. Was it a? Was it the defense minister? I, I, he uh, he he just said. Um, I think all he said was like, "We could maybe give diplomacy one more shot." Mm-hmm. And then, uh, yeah, just this passive aggressive. You know, because he because he doesn't look angry, but he's 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 sort of like keeps sort of rephrase like keeps saying to him so what you're saying is you don't approve or you do approve you know kind of yeah like that with his sort of like you know that that sort of like little smirk that he has and yeah and and and, and like his his hand on on some button that could eject his uh, seat right yeah yeah for sure you know you know that if he could he would have a rancor pit in there Oh, God, he probably does. All right. Um, Another odd story. This guy has, well, he's been in the press, but um, he's back again. Trump wants to put China's flag on jets to bomb the bleep out of Russia. Yeah. Oh, good old Donald. Okay, so former president Donald Trump, former president of the United States, Curtis, suggested, <laughs> and I, I can't believe I'm actually reading 
President of the United States, suggested that the U.S. should simply disguise fighter jets with a Chinese flag and attack Russia, saying this would leave for the two nations to fight each other and kind of they, they just sit back and just watch what's hap- watch what's going on. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So basically, I, I, I think I've seen this plot in like a really bad video game. You know, like a, like like one of the one of the lesser command and conquers, like where like you know they do a deep fake and and the they the, they you know you attack somebody and then pretend it's another country and set set them up, you know, complete he, he you know so he's completely oblivious as you were pointing out before that, uh, you know the the, the, the the Chinese Air Force and the United States Air Force have completely different planes, you know, weapons, all that kind of stuff. <laughs> the other thing too, and, and, and all, yeah. all, all he wants you to do is basically put a flag, which I don't think any country puts the, their flag on their yeah. military. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, like, it's, like one of those, like one of those novelty flags you put on your car. I don't think that happens on fighter jets. No, no. Like I don't know what they want to do. They they want to they want to they want to put like paint paint like the planes like red and put like like three or four yellow stars on it. And I'm like, ah, it was China who did it. Yes, yeah. yes. And and uh, and and the other thing too is, do you want? Do, is this is this a good alternative? Like, do do you want Russia and China fighting a war? Like, you don't. You can't just step back from that. Oh yeah, <laughs> it's, it's serious serious global fallout from a war between those two countries, two huge superpowers, right? <laughs> and okay, and then we say, and then he's quoted saying, and then we say, China did China did it. We didn't do it. China did it, and then they start fighting each other as we sit back and watch. Yeah, yeah. So, so you know, once again, this man was for four years commander in chief of the United States Army, and 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 this is what he's coming up with. That, that's that's his military tactic for solving the problem in in, in Ukraine right yeah. now. And this is and this is the problem is like this is the guy that that a lot of people are listening to, right? Like like well, they're probably know. they're thinking it's a good idea. Yeah, they think it's a good idea, and it's it's and it's like the 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 uh, Hannity the the Sean Hannity uh, idea of like. Of like bomb of like blowing up that convoy, like sending in an air force to blow up that convoy, but then just not claiming responsibility for it, so that Putin doesn't know know who to strike back at. Like like who who does he think is it's gonna be? Like it's gonna be. <laughs> well, it, 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 it's not it's not gonna be like it's not gonna be like like it's not gonna be like New Zealand did it, you know like. So before we go on to the other headlines, I, yeah, let, let's talk a little bit about that. Now, the closest thing I ever got to this is obviously playing video games and risk when it comes to something like this. And there's a reason why, and if no one's kind of followed up, why no one, quote unquote, on the in the West is doing anything and NATO, other than supplying the Ukrainians with as much firepower and technology as possible is... You don't want to necessarily do the no-fly zone. It sounds like a great idea, but that just provocates, you know, full-on war in Europe again. Mm. And then and you don't want to do what Hannity does because again, that's 
basically Putin can just go even more unhinged. You don't want to do what Hannity does. It's probably a good life lesson at all times. Yeah, I think I think so. I think so. So, what what's the what the next move is? I I, I don't know either, Curtis. Like the, this is the point where how how do you how do you deal with someone that unhinged with that much firepower? Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's 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 really it's really hard because you know you. You see, you see the images of of you know the the destruction that's gone on there, and and you're like, wow, man, it would be great if we could just if if there was more we could do. But um, you know, do the the risk the risk of escalation is real. Like you have to take that in. That has to be part of the that has to oh, be yeah. part of the it's, calculation. It's, you know, exactly. Yeah. So. So for those that are uh, trigger happy, that's a huge reason why we're not going in there. Uh, one thing that's been happening throughout of this is obviously with the sanctions and people kind of, uh, you and I never talk about it because I hate this word, like that cancel culture, canceling out. And, and it, it, those people that love doing it is, you know, this, they're having a field day with it, with everything Russian being canceled. What was it? LCBO pulls uh, oh, vodka, vodka off the shelves, yeah. which is which is ridiculous because a the LCBO already paid for it, so just I don't know, give it away for free. I don't know. <laughs> like it's it's just like these weak gestures. It's like putting something on your Instagram or just putting a hashtag. Yeah. Um, but certain things are being canceled. This one, I, I dug up this story of. Um, an unlikely thing that that is getting canceled, and uh, that is this. Uh, meow. International Cat Federation bans Russian mogis from com- competitions as breeders bear their claws at Putin. When I first read the headline, I thought they were banning Russian cats, <laughs> like just Russian breeds. And I thought, oh, okay, sure, if you want to do that. But no, no, these are these are like Russian competitors, right? Right, right. But actually, it, it's actually no, no. Sorry, sorry. They 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 have also banned Russian bred cats from its shows as well. Oh man, so so poor kitties out there not getting their medals. But you are also you and I were also looking at these pictures of these cats. These are not your average house cats. These are like weird looking cats. There's there's one in particular that looks i was saying looks looks like the cat version of the gimp from pulp fiction <laughs> in leather because yeah. it's like this bald cat right yeah it's a bald cat but it kind of looks like yeah kind of looks like it's wearing a leather like a tight tight leather suit and it's playing with a toy but the toy makes it look like the suit has like metal studs mm-hmm. so it's very it's very off-putting it's just the kind of cat that would win too I could just see, you know, <laughs> yeah. you know how, it, how it is with these. Like, yeah, exactly. It's, it's not going to be. It's not going to be like the. It's not going to be like the the cat from the Royale cartoon or the Royale commercial, like the, or, you know, like or Garfield those, or Gar. Yeah, or Garfield. It's not going to be like a cat you can relate to. It's going to be some weird ass cat. It looks like the gimp. So, so the sanctions and and as Western companies start pulling out of IKEA, like Apple, Visa, Mastercard, the list is kind of growing by the the minute. Uh, this one actually sparked a bit of additional panic with the uh, Russians uh, civilians. 
Shoppers panic buy as IKEA shuts stores and factories in Russia. Yeah, it was pretty crazy. It was just like it was like a it was like it was like a typical American Black Friday. It's just people rushing for bookshelves and and other. I guess it's a popular enough store. It's popular here, right? It's popular. I've never I've never really understood it. Understood it. Like, and I'm not against having ikea furniture i think i got a couple of ikea things in here but i i just never thought it was good enough to put yourself through that the shopping experience yeah it's a very unpleasant shopping experience oh god <laughs> you know? if, 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 if you hate if you hate yourself or you're going to ikea on a weekend like saturday at lunchtime yeah yeah it's 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 it you know, as good as those meatballs are, it's not enough. It's yeah. not enough for like the 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 circus of humanity that you have to endure. Yeah. For what? For what? Like for for like for like you know, okay for <clears throat> furniture that like other other competitors do. You know, like you can get reasonable facsimiles of all the stuff without having to go through the the. Uh, the, the the shopping hell that is like the ikea store on the weekend yeah but like that it's just such a, such that brand is just so powerful who knows maybe maybe they can broker a pre-peace deal maybe other people that have been canceled left right center are athletes um fairly or unfairly like everywhere people are being told to go home FIFA was one big proponent, right? Like I think certain championship league games were going to be played and pulled out and teams didn't want to play the Russian teams. And Oh yeah. The Champions League final, the Champions League final was going to be Mm -hmm. held in St. Petersburg and it was moved to Paris. Um, I believe uh, right now Russia is, has been kicked out of world cup qualifying. So Poland was supposed to play Russia. Poland said we refuse to play them. And so as it stands right now, Poland will just get a bye to the mm. regional final. Um, Russia is going to the like the Russian Football Association or whatever it's called is going to appeal this with the uh, Court of Arbitration for Sport in Switzerland. So maybe it'll get overturned. But as it stands right now, like that's a ma- that's massive, you know, like like it- like being being sort of kicked out of World Cup qualifying is huge. And this, and this is like let's 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 be honest here. This is FIFA we're talking about, right? Like, yeah, one of the one of the one of the most morally bankrupt organizations in the world. <laughs> and they're like, yeah, you're, they're taking the moral high ground of this and kicking them out. But this leads me to a point that I am so surprised. And I like if FIFA's kicking Russia out, I want to know, Curtis, why is the UN not kicked Russia out of the UN? Or like like sanction them somehow, or 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 at or, least like try to strip their veto power. Yeah, like, like okay, okay, don't don't. Yeah, exactly. Right. You're right. Don't yeah, kick them. Maybe don't kick them out of the UN if that's one thing, but remove them from the Security Council. Yeah, I mean, I think the Security Council, the way it's constructed, like there's almost no there's 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 there seems especially in 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 times like this where there's where there's definite sort of friction like it just seems like there's almost there's almost no point in proposing anything in the security council because the veto power is so strong 
maybe the UN needs to take a take a line from FIFA. Yeah, maybe it just needs to. Yeah, I mean, maybe they need to revisit the structure of that. I don't know, but uh, yeah, I mean, it does seem weird that they're just sort of like. I mean, I think there was. I think there was that motion that passed in the General Assembly, just ba- like giving them a slap on the wrist or whatever. Um, but nothing with any real teeth from the United Nations. Maybe, maybe something. Maybe that's something that will change. But I guess again, like that could be another one of those provocations that they're not they're not willing to to go that far yet. You know. Mm-hmm. That, that that's that that part confuses me, but uh, I I just I just don't get it, especially with everything that's going going on. Like you you think if you hate your job because you're having a rough maybe patch at, at work, could you imagine being the representative for the Russian Federation and showing up to the UN, showing up to New York every day? Yeah, yeah. Like what are you saying? Oh, nothing's happening. What are you talking about? It's, it's yeah it's it is kind of i mean and and you know there's still diplomatic relations as bad as things have got there's still diplomatic relations between you know the united states and russia like canada like nobody's recalled their ambassadors of of those countries or anything like that like that that again would be like a massive provocation if you recalled your ambassador or expelled the russian ambassador to your country like that's that's basically the pretext to war a lot of times right so yeah and i think that i mean i'm not too sure what goes on in the un but i'm pretty sure maybe that's that's one of the reasons we haven't seen a more sort of for a a more forceful punishment for russia Mm -hmm. within that body let's uh, go back to sports for a second um still about the canceling now he hasn't been canceled yet, um, but I want to bring up Alexander Oveshkin. Now, Ovi is going to go down. Well, he has been up to this point. I don't know what his legacy is going to look like after, and I'll ask you, Curtis, uh, after what what how this is going to affect his legacy. But right now, as it stands, Ovi is third for goal leaders, overall goal leaders, behind Gordie Howe and Wayne Gretzky. He's about 33, 34 goals behind Gordie Howe. I don't think it's right that the reporters asked him the question. I forgot what the question really was, but he was asking about the 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 invasion and, and Ovi didn't have a great answer because he, he basically said no more war, whatever. Now, he does have a relationship with um, with Putin because you know Ovi's a bit of a you know he's a national hero, right? Hmm. But I guess they were the press was waiting to get some kind of statement from him, you know, obviously denouncing this and that and and saying bad things about Putin, maybe burning his Russian passport on the desk. I don't know what they were expecting an answer to from him, but the man still lives there, like his family's still there, like. What is he going to say? <laughs> yeah, I mean, he did catch a lot of flack from it. And I know that he has. Uh, from hash, from from the Dominator, right? Well, from, the dom- from the Dominator, yeah, for sure. And, 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 and yeah, Dominator's been one of the, one of the uh, more vocal pe- people on it. But, um, 
you know, like he has, he's been very buddy, buddy with Putin. There's still the picture, his Instagram profile picture is still him and Putin. He's fundraised for Putin. You know, he's, 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 he's been in his camp. So he's, it's different from him, for him than say a guy like, I don't know, Evgeny Malkin from the Pittsburgh Penguins, who's also Russian, but like doesn't have, doesn't, isn't known to have those same sort of ties. You bring up a good point, though, in that, and and I know, and I know this doesn't sit well with everyone, but you you're right in that, like, you know, his his family is there. I mean, we, I think in in as you said, like in Canada, we can talk all kinds of crap about the government, make fun of them, you know, all kinds of stuff, and it, and 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 these kind of programs will appear will appear on a government funded channel, right? Like. You know, even in the United States, like as bad as things were under Trump, you could still like there's still like a whole bunch of late night talk shows pointing out how much of an idiot he is, you know, and and that's their right to do so. And they don't suffer any repercussions. And I think we take that for granted a lot. That is not how things work, to my understanding, in 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 Russia. And I think there are consequences you've seen what this guy's willing to do right now. Mm -hmm. Are you trying to, are you trying to tell me that like that, that Alex Ovechkin's family is, is, is going to be fine if he, if he, if he starts like, you know, sounding off against, against Putin and the, and And, the invasion, you know? And then, and then all of a sudden, Oh, look, there's some plutonium in my water bottle. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> or in his underwear, <laughs> or his underwear, or something. Yeah, like you're, I, you're, you're totally right because we spent what the last twenty some odd days of people in our capital holding flags, telling Trudeau where to go and what they're going to do to Trudeau. And you're right. I, I'd love to see an F Putin flag fly. <laughs> like, what would happen to that person? Yeah. 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 Well, here, here's a here's a good example. Remember, this was a story. What I, I I'd like to think it happened about five six years ago. Was the banned pussy riot? Do you remember that story? Yes, that's right. Yes. What was the details of that? They they said something against the state, and they all got like taken away, right? Yeah, I think they basically they 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 protested. Um, I forget exactly what they were protesting, but yeah, they all got arrested. They all got put in jail. You know, there was no show on on, on Russian state media for them to go and mock, mock the president. They just, yeah, they, you're right. Yeah, I, I forgot about I forgot about that. But yeah, they all they basically got arrested for dissent. I think they said that they tried to they tried to um they tried to, to, to frame it as that they were doing a lewd act or something like that. Or, mm-hmm. yeah. But I think, I think it would have more to do with religion than in an anti-Putin. But I think, you know, a band like that is they're, they're not friends of Putin's either. Right. They're not too happy with they, they, they may have, it may have been um, to protest. Remember during the Sochi Olympics and how Russia, Introduce this really nebulously worded law, but it essentially it essentially was um, it was a way for them to 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 it was like a homophobic law, and it was a and it was essentially a way for them to 
crack down on on sort of literature or mm. anything that they felt was homophobic and censor it and and, and stuff like that. But Pip was yeah. right. It might, it might have been that might, they might have been protesting that law when they mm. got arrested. I can't remember exactly, but yeah. But but I guess the point being, just like you said before, there's no equivalent of this hour has 22 minutes on Russian TV. That's right. That's right. So I think I think you know it as 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 much as as much as we'd love to see Alexander Ovechkin denounce what's going on and say like you know I'm no longer a supporter of Putin or I don't know what whatever whatever we're looking for him to say. Mm-hmm. It's just it's 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 just easy for us like you know it's easy for us to say well he should do this because he's you know he's a he's a leader and he's looked up to and stuff like that but yeah we we we're 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 very kind of fortunate to to live in a place where we can <laughs> where we can call our president an asshole or whatever and not go to jail and I don't think that is the case over there mm, yeah that's right so. Uh, one more story from Ukraine. Uh, this is, geez, everywhere we go, Curtis, it seems like, uh, uh, suicide squads are showing up everywhere. So let's, I think we've named this woman Sunflower Woman. Yeah, Sunflower Woman. So this was basically a viral story that said, um, what the F are you doing here? Video of woman confronting Russian soldiers go viral. So basically, it's an unknown Ukrainian woman basically confronting a Russian uh, soldier on the streets. Um, and she just goes off on him. And one of the famous quotes that she said here was, here, take these seeds and put them in your pockets so at least sunflowers will grow when you all die down here. Yeah. Yeah. Drop Mike right there. Yeah. That is that is that is some serious shade. Yeah. That like is, that's that that's not not very subtle. Yeah. And I think like it's it's like just imagine just imagine the courage you would have to have. Like obviously, you know, she has like very much strength in her convictions, right? Like her country's being invaded and you know but just like to go up to, to to like an armed, you know, a heavily armed person invading your country and 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 do that and say that, like that's just that just takes a lot of a lot of guts. Yeah, uh, but the more and more you kind of hear about Russian soldiers that are kind of doing the quote unquote occupying, they seem to be like young, inexperienced soldiers. Like they're not the hardened Spetsna uh, stereotype from the uh, predator movie or the predators movie or whatever the one with adrian brody right Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. uh it's uh so sunflowers lady hopefully more will join the cause on uh ukrainian suicide squad well that kind of ends our little segment on on what's happening there um i just hope this has a a i don't know how what ending it could have like i'd like to say a, a good happy ending but i don't know this thing is probably going to drag on longer than we think and it like i said it's it's like doom scrolling you know, we're mm-hmm. just kind of from our from our co- from our pandemic to the to this the siege on our on our on our uh capital and now this 
And seeing how our leaders have dealt with uh, COVID itself, I don't know if I have confidence in them trying to deal their way through with Putin. That that kind of scares me too. Well, one thing one thing I will say is it is sort of heartening, if you want to call it that, to see the West sort of unified again. Um, you know, like mm-hmm. the, the response has been pretty coordinated and pretty, pretty and and that you know. Pretty, pretty unified. And I think like, you know, uh, uh, Europe and the US and Canada, they've all been sort of on the same page. And I don't think we had that for a while, certainly not during the Trump years. And I think maybe even for a while, it was quite a bit seemed seemed a lot more fractious. So mm-hmm. that's been kind of interesting to see. I don't know if, you know, I, I don't I don't I don't know if anything, you know, tangible is going to come out of it you know to, to help ukraine or not but uh, but i mean it is it, it is that it, it, they're all going to need to work together to have to have to have any kind of effective response so it's good to see at mm-hmm. least that's happening oh yeah no no that if if, if there is a silver lining that that's a, that's a really good point all right let's go on to some non-ukrainian headlines this one's a really odd one if you thought you were a bad driver or questioned driving skills of others? Well, how about this woman? Woman in uh, London, England. Woman travels 500 miles for driving test and fails. So this woman traveled 500 miles. She obviously got there by a car or by bus. It needed a ferry because she went from London to the Isle of Mull because apparently she handpicked this test route because it was quote-unquote, the easiest driving test in the UK. Because I guess it, there was only one roundabout that you mm-hmm. had to deal with. Mm-hmm. And I guess her, 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 her driving skills were so bad that the instructor basically told her, I don't like to talk about people who fail their tests. Just think of it as just not passing. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's basically, yeah, you need more practice. Yeah. Like, you'd imagine, like, traveling all that time that's a day of travel back and forth just to get yeah denied and, at the that is, is not a you know it's not a convenient place to get to uh mull you know you have to yeah you have to you have to drive you have to drive to uh i think it's oban on the coast there and then take a ferry and uh <laughs> but more importantly you're coming from london you come from london and and i don't know my driving test didn't have any roundabouts, so I'm not going to try to. Right, right, right. <laughs> was it? Was it? Did 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 you do it at John Rhodes in uh, Brampton? Um, no, I did it in Georgetown. Oh, okay. Yeah, I know John Rhodes was where a lot of people did it, but uh, oh yeah, it's it's yeah. the it's the go kart track. Yeah, that's right. But in <laughs> Georgetown, they tried to get you. They they did this every time, and I got tipped off to it. But there's a, there's a weird sort of. Uh, there's a weird sort of intersection in Georgetown where uh, there's a there's there's a, a, a one way street that intersects with a with a two way street and it's the only one one way street in Georgetown maybe or one of two or something like that. Mm-hmm. But what they would do is they'd get you to drive down. They'd get you to they get you to drive on the one way street and then turn onto the two way street. And I guess a lot of times people would t- turn into the wrong lane, you know, cause, because like it just kind of made sense to sort of, to, to, 
to take the turn tight and then they'd end up in the then you're on a two-way street and you're in the wrong lane and then that's an automatic fail and they they did that all and then so the the person who, who went before me came back and said, oh, I just failed because I did this. So watch out because they're going to try to get you on this. So then, then, uh, and I probably would have failed it had I not been t- t- tipped off. But uh, yeah, so that was uh, the, the Georgetown road test test. You can only take it at the time. You could only take it once a month, I think. Uh, otherwise you <laughs> had to go to John Rhodes. Yeah. Oh, yes. That's, that's our, that's uh, our, that's our, our Peel slash Halton region segment for, uh, for, for this week's episode of the <laughs> All right. Here's our final story. Lawsuit claiming Kellogg's strawberry Pop-Tarts have too few strawberries is dismissed. So there is some justice in the world, Curtis. It's pretty funny because like I, I was saying to you before, like I did, I had, I was under no illusions at all that there was actual strawberries in a pop tart like I'm, <laughs> I, you know, I don't know like i've never looked on the box i don't know what the claim is if they claim well, to have like x amount of real fruit like you see sometimes well the 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 judge is here quoted saying the word strawberry in quotes combined with a picture of a half a strawberry and a Pop-Tart oozing red filling does not guarantee that there will be a certain amount of strawberries in the product's filling. Yeah, that's right. That's it's a it Pop-Tart. Doesn't. It doesn't. It <laughs> doesn't at Pop-Tart. all. It doesn't at all. And like uh, yeah, like I don't know are you are you suggesting whoever's suing or like are you suggesting that this is how you expected to get your recommended daily intake of fruits was via the pop tart and then when 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 you found it it didn't have the amount of fruits you wanted you felt betrayed rather than just going to the to the market and getting buying strawberries yeah (laughs) i don't know but it's good to know that uh someone out there curtis is fighting the unnecessary fight for us yeah yes yes thanks for wasting time and money and whatever else court court resources for this uh, okay let's that's that's it for the headlines hopefully we'll have some better news on ukraine next week but i'm sure it'll probably be uh in, in, in our discussions over the next little bit um but before we close off i wanted to get your reaction to the Disney Plus Obi-Wan trailer. It uh, dropped earlier today. Go Curtis, what did you think? Um, I mean like it, it it yeah, I like the look of it. Um, I mean, you know, these trailers all often look really good and then, you know, your mileage may vary once the actual product comes out. But uh yeah, I don't know. Like I am interested in knowing what Obi-Wan was up to in the many years between him sort of fleeing, you know, surviving Order 66 and not really fleeing to Tatooine, but going to Tatooine to watch over, you know, the, the Luke and all that. And then the events of uh, of A New Hope. So I think you get to see even like a little, I think they showed like a little Luke. Didn't they show like a little Luke? Like yep, yep, they showed playing, a, playing on the moisture farm and stuff. Yep. So. 10, 10 year old Luke, 10 year old Luke, but like, like Obi-Wan Kenobi, like he's got a lot of aging to do in that amount of time. So I noticed like he had a little bit more salt and pepper and stuff in his beard, but like for him to get to Alex, Alec Guinness level, like 
<laughs> I don't think there's enough time. Man, those- like, there's going to have to be some storyline about him, him sort of like aging unnaturally a little bit. Just smoking, smoking ten packs a day and <laughs> yeah. drinking a lot of blue, blue alcoholic blue yeah. milk. I don't know. Just getting hammered at the Moss Eisley <laughs> spaceport on the regular. Well, he went to see the power converters uh, quite a bit. Yeah. That could be uh, it. It could have been exposure to power converters. Uh, <laughs> uh, the interesting thing I, I I I got from the trailer, um, no Hayden Christensen reveal, which is probably a good thing. You, you leave it for the show. Mm-hmm. But also, the introduction of the Inquisitors back into f- taken from the cartoon and done into live action, which is good because then that way it gives you the episode to episode villain mm-hmm, mm-hmm. rather than Hayden running around doing stuff as Vader. Like I think you, you don't want to go to that well too much. So I thought that was a good idea. So whether that's the grand inquisitor that we've seen in uh, the rep, the rebels cartoon, mm-hmm. if that's the same, because it, it, it seems to be like, again, you're, you're, tra- you're t- transferring a cartoon character and even rebels had a very specific stylistic art to it. So it's, it's you're trying to interpret that in uh, you know in human but i wouldn't be surprised if it's like quote unquote the grand inquisitor and he's got that crazy lightsaber that can that has a a pivot on it that that twirls but we've talked Uh, before about how in a new hope when darth vader and obi-wan face off like darth vader makes it pretty clear that he hasn't seen obi-wan in i guess what you find out like since probably like Mustafar, right? So how is it going to work for this? Like, obviously they're going to know, like, is he going to be incognito the whole time? Like, they're going to know he's he's alive, obviously, if they're like... Okay, so if you were to ask me to to put the writer's hat on, I think what you do is you have the show showing the Inquisitors hunting down, like, let's say, low-level, low-level Jedis Mm -hmm. and, and, and reporting back to Vader... And then there's this one Jedi that seems to that they've located that seems to elude them. Maybe Vader has a sense that it might be Obi Wan, but then, you know, they they never do find out. He never does find out 100 percent sure. I think that's the I think that's the card that they should play. Mm-hmm. I don't think there should be any interaction between the two, because you're right. Then that 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 kind of breaks breaks everything. Mm-hmm. And I don't think I want to see that either, because then that also implies that if they do face off again, that Obi-Wan still bests Vader. Mm-hmm. Right, right. I would like to see that. I think that's a bit more creative. Let the Inquisitors have their day. Um, ex- again, expand the universe, introduce another character that was in the cartoons. Like, again, you can see they're dipping into the cartoons for source material. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, they also have to build a galaxy. So we made a comment that uh, perhaps we'll see a, a cameo appearance of Grand Admiral Thrawn. So mm-hmm. that's the villain that probably should be in the Ahsoka series, I would guess, that uh, he'll make an appearance in. So Grand Admiral Thrawn should appear, maybe, mm-hmm. maybe not. Mm-hmm. Uh, another one, maybe some characters out of uh, Rebels itself or even maybe even even introduce some video games because the 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 Fallen Order video games also had inquisitors in their storyline. So yeah, it'll be interesting to see. I'm still waiting and I think you are as well. I think we've touched on this before for the 
Star Wars or whatever show on a completely different planet with totally new people. Unfortunately, you're probably only going to get that in video games. (laughs) (laughs) They're the only ones that are brave enough to go out and write their own quote unquote canon material. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, But there is that, I I did mention, you you did mention that like brand new, is that video game uh, made by the same folks that did uh, Detroit Beyond Human. They are doing the next Star Wars uh, game or a Star Wars game that's within their style. So a lot of people don't like that style. It's just that linear storytelling, but that's the story is not linear, right? Like it, it branches yeah, out. Yeah, yeah. I'd say like Detroit is far from linear. It can go in all kinds of crazy ways. That that that's right. But but more or less, it's there are certain things that you play out, but mm-hmm. it's 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 not as traditional game where you're kind of running around and determining well you know it's kind of hard to say like these games are are more like watching a a a book play out like almost a choose your adventure book Mm -hmm. where you're you don't really make too many big mistakes you you make you make decisions that um deliver the outcome so that's the next star wars game yeah and that's the one eclipse is that eclipse yeah 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 yeah. so um yeah uh, it'll be it'll be fun like you and i said before lower the expectation and mm-hmm. maybe it'll be it'll be great i'll 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 like it like i'll definitely like it but uh <laughs> that whether or not i'm i'm like you know blown away by it or or whatever remains to be seen but i i do yeah. i mean i i do like you and mcgregor mm-hmm. and i've liked him as obi-wan kenobi in the past and uh could be very interesting. I liked. The, I liked that. Uh, I thought that that it was that the trailer was stylish for sure. I thought it looked. Mm-hmm. It looked. It looked really cool. Um, you know. And so here's here's a weird thing about uh, Ewan McGregor playing as Obi Wan Kenobi. This is the first time he's playing Obi Wan Kenobi with practical effects and not confined in a blue screen right. studio. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Yeah, which I think will be better for him because, like, I I thought like he was he was as good as he could have been in those movies with what he was given, which was, which was like a lot of blue screen, a lot of like CGI, having to interact with entire CGI environments, you know. Yeah, 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 um, yeah. No, no, definitely. And another show that actually before we talk about the other show, um, you're right. If you go back and watch all the prequel movies. And you look at the limited range of motion of movement for all the characters. They're either standing still, walking three feet, or they're all sitting down because they're confined to this blue screen box. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, it's 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 strange to look at now. Like like Heather and I watched them all fairly recently again and uh and it's strange that it's 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 it is kind of weird the way they interact with their environment simply right. because <laughs> there's no environment in exactly um and i i guess that's 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 how the why the acting is so stiff like yeah yeah I, you know um but you're you're making a good comment earlier uh spawning more shows from obi-wan because it is a one and done type of uh, deal uh is the cassian andor show Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess more spy thriller. Yeah. Now it it is a different, not a not a different timeline, but it would definitely be earlier than the Cassian Andor. 
Which the uh, would Kenobi be earlier than Cassinand? That's right. That's right. I think so. Like I, I, I picture Cassinand or the like his his stuff being pretty close to, you know, the A New Hope. You know, the yeah, the, the getting the Death Star plans and stuff. Yeah, like I would think the the timeline where Obi Wan takes place, um, it is before any seeds of the rebel alliance are planted mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah yeah it looks like you've got yeah so it looks like it looks like it would be like judging by how old luke's look luke looks they may have already set out how much how it's 10 years it is 10 it's years, 10 years. Right? yeah okay yep. yeah so so well, yeah it would see. be it would be yeah so i, I would think that that like cassie nandor shenanigans would be like you know, not that far away from when, like, Luke goes to, you know, go go goes to to uh, hang out with like Han Solo and all those guys. <laughs> yeah, Biggs and Biggs and Tank. Yeah, Tank. Oh, yeah, I know that. That's yeah. <laughs> it, it, God. All right, that ends another episode. Thank you for listening. You can catch Curtis and I weekly on. Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Google Podcasts. Please hit that subscribe button. Provide a rating if you can. Uh, Leave a comment on Apple uh, Podcasts and we'll read it on a future show. Uh, Any last words there, Curtis? Um, Yeah, I would just like to say, uh, um, I think maybe in the next couple of episodes, we're going to talk maybe a little bit about the video game uh, Elden Ring. I think if any Mm. of you guys have... uh, you know, have a PS, PS4, PS5, or I think it's out for PS4 as well. Um, I, and and uh, want to play a, a Dark Souls style game in an open world written by George R. with lore written by George R. R. Martin. It, it I, to me so far, I've played it for a couple hours, and it and 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 it lives up to all of that. Oh, okay. We'll have to definitely look for for that review uh, once you get going. Oh, in other video game news, just to completely close this off, after two years (laughs) of worldwide pandemic, I finally acquired a PS5. Woo! Oh, boy. What a long haul. And I don't know how many tools I downloaded to help my browser do what I needed to do and... Let me put it this way, Curtis. I'm just kind of glad that's over. Maybe that's maybe that's the true sign of the end of the pandemic is how easy I can get a PS5. It's crazy. It still didn't sound easy. <laughs> it did not sound easy. Uh, and and let me let me let me. I did get it at GameStop. I I, I do subscribe to this uh, channel or the server on Discord, and it's the first time I actually got a restock show up, and I was actually like there. To, to see it and i went gamestop okay because usually if it's costco i'm like oh i just ignore it but mm-hmm. i thought okay gamestop i'll go so according to this now these are users of the um discord channel 95 people got a check so i i had guessed that they had about 100 units to um distribute and about 355 people on the channel did not manage to get one so what what can i say man? <laughs> i'm just I think I, i'm just psyched you've got one yeah yeah no 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 for sure yeah I, i'm i'm very excited <laughs> i i actually i'm still surprised I, I i didn't think it was real until i actually got the shipping notification 
<laughs> that's that's always a, that's a good sign if you've got a well, tracking well, number and all that kind of stuff. Oh, I have a tracking number, and as of as of about an hour ago, it's it arrived at the sorting facility. Nice. <laughs> well, I did I did pay for the extra like next day shipping because um, I didn't trust it. So are you, are, okay, are you, you going to have a convenient cold tomorrow? Uh, no, no, no. I'll I'll be I'll be here. Like yeah, it's uh it, like you said. There's not too many like exclusive titles that I haven't been able to play. So mm-hmm. it would just enhance a lot of things that. You know, I kind of already own, and that, that that's fine. That's fine. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, thank you for listening. Uh, thank you, Curtis. And just remember that sometimes a cucumber is just a cucumber. Working from home.